I'm not sure if you have had the opportunity to see what people call the Christmas star that appeared last year starting around December 21st. This is touted to be the most significant, most significant and magnificent astronomical event for the last 800 years. What it is is that it's a conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn since they almost overlap each other, their luminosities were combined and therefore they became the brightest object in the entire evening sky. So I was very, very fortunate, I have been very, very fortunate that I was able to see it from my own window of my own room. So after dinner, every evening on a clear evening, of course, uh, I can sit on my chair and with the light dimmed, I can see that Christmas star uh, on the southwestern sky hanging barely above the hill of Martinez. And then I understood what the Bible meant when it says that the Magi follow the star. So basically the star is right there, you just set out towards that direction, and that's how they found Jesus. And today's gospel is indeed a great story of how the Magi uh, responded to the star following the guide of the star to find Jesus. It's also how God reveals himself uh, to, uh, to all of us. This mysterious star appeared in the heaven around the time when Jesus was born and was all for all to see. It wasn't only for the Israelite people with, with whom, whom who, uh, with, had a covenant with God, but it's for everybody. It's unlike when God first appeared to Moses in a burning bush on Mount Sinai. It was only a, an appearance to him. It wasn't like when God called out to prophet Samuel in his sleep near the meeting tent. This time, um, it was for all to see, and therefore, the people who responded to this sign of God, this signal of God, were Gentiles. In other words, they were not the people of Israel, they did not have a covenant with God. It is very, very significant that it was actually recorded in the Gospel of Matthew, which um, has a target audience of the Jewish people, the first Jewish Christians. Um, it is indeed showing that the newborn king, the newborn Messiah, isn't just for the people of Israel is for the entire humanity. And also you can see that God communicates to each of us in the way that we can understand. He meets us where we are and leads us to him. You see, these magis, they were astrologers from the East. They were experts of astronomy and astrology. So through the appearance of the special star at a special moment of time, at a special position in the sky, they were able to discern that something great and significant has happened. And they, they realized it was the birth of a new king. And also note that after they met Jesus, after they presented their gifts, they returned home through another way. That is to say, after you have an encounter with Jesus, you can never be the same. 
And indeed, they were never the same anymore. They returned home through another way. And this marvelous event shows us that the message of Jesus, what Jesus stands for, as I said, has a universal significance. Yes, he indeed was the Messiah, long expected by the prophets for the Jewish people, but he is also the savior of the world. And therefore this star of Bethlehem is the sign that light has come into this world, this true light, this new light has come into the world as the Gospel of John says, the true light which enlightens everyone is coming into the world. And this is our God. He always reaches out to his people. He always reveals to them about himself, what he is like. And he bends down heaven by being born as an infant on earth so that we can have access to him. He also reveals himself to us by becoming visible from originally being invisible. And a part of the reason why Jesus became a human person, Son of God became a human person, is that so that we can relate to him. We can understand God's love as how he loves us, as a person loves another person, as a person who lays down his life for all of us. But what about us who have never seen that star? Can we still find Jesus? I think this is an important question to ask because during the last year, we, it was a year that we experienced that was full of confusion. And we are all yearning for a sense of clearance, a sense of clarity. And my answer to this question is that, of course, we can. Of course, all of us can still find Jesus, even though not having seen that Tsar. So how do we find Jesus? Well, certainly, just like that, um, that star seen by the Magi, if we pay attention to the nature, to the grandeur of nature, we can always see the, the, the hand of Jesus who created this world, through whom this world was created. And we can also see his love in the love that we have for one another. And most assuredly, we can find, we can see Jesus in the four gospels of the Bible. And in other books of the Bible as well, when we read the prophets, we see how Jesus was being foretold long ago, long before his birth. And then when we read the epistles in the New Testament, we see how the life of Jesus, the teaching of Jesus were being reflected on, were being analyzed. And so the Bible is the most reliable guide for us to understand Jesus's revelation to us. And of course, we can receive Jesus in the Eucharist. There we can find him and even after we receive him in the sacrament, we can have an intimate heart-to-heart -heart conversation with him. Also, Mary is our guide to Jesus, like a star shining in the darkness of our lives. She teaches us by her own life and her, by her own example, showing us 
how to live an authentically Christian life. For example, she was always praying, and she always prays for her children. She's always meditating and pondering about all the mysteries that happened to her and around her. And I think you can understand this because if you have a son, and and shortly after his birth, you have all sorts of strangers showing up at your door, bringing expensive gifts. I'm sure that will make you think. You think, huh? What, what's going on here, right? But but Mary is always pondering about all the mysteries of God, all the mysteries of Jesus. And moreover, she's always open to God, open to God's will. And wherever she goes, she brings Jesus to to the people, to whoever she met. And that is why Mary is called Star of the Sea, or in, as in Latin we say, Stella Maris. And since we just celebrated not too long ago, just two days ago, the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, let us finish with two verses of this ancient Latin hymn called Ave Stella Maris as our prayer, as a, a prayer for Mary's protection and guidance so that we can find Jesus this year. Hail, star of the sea, nurturing mother of God and ever-virgin, happy gate of heaven. Bestow a pure life, prepare a safe way, that seeing Jesus, we may ever rejoice. Amen.